You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Alexa, play Quest for 100 podcast. Oh, my thing, my Alexa lit up. Oh, did it? Did it? Oh, mine actually did. Mine actually did. Yep. Yep. You got. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, hopefully that works she, for people. Is she doing it? I don't know. I can't hear. <laughs> I don't know what, what she's playing. What is Alexa playing? That's not us. That is not the quest for 100. We are the quest for 100, and you're already listening to us, so. I'm I'm gonna have to. Hey Alexa, stop. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, um, that was interesting. Amazon has gone rogue. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, we are the Quest for One Hundred. I am Brian. He is Justin. How you doing, Justin? I am doing just swell. You know, it's uh, we we it's it's good here in Seattle. Uh, this the sun is mostly out today, which we have had some rough weather the last couple of weeks with the smoke coming through and, and then some rain. So it's been kind of a breath of fresh air the last couple of days to just get a little bit of sun and some air, uh, not being cooped up in a house. But, uh, yeah, so I'm doing well. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Good. Recovered from our fry episode last yeah. week, which, uh, I mean, I didn't feel that bad. My body that is uh, after eating all of that <laughs> those fries but uh you know it it was a fun episode if you haven't yeah. listened you you better go back and listen to it but uh this week we are on to Amazon the big i guess you could say conglomerate big sure. yeah, company here based not here to in be Seattle. confused not to be confused with the with the Amazon it True. is Amazon True. We're not talking rainforest today. Yep. 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 And Business. Uh, they are everything now uh, and have really taken over. And, and uh, if you're unaware, they have a home assistant. I don't know. I don't even know what the, the category is for yeah. the Alexa, yeah. but yeah. Uh, oh, she didn't, she didn't chime in there. Yeah. We're going to have to be careful every time we say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, that's where, the intro came from and we activated both of our our devices and uh yep. they listen after that so if you if you don't have one yourself that's that's what happened there but uh what have you been up to since uh last time we talked justin and, and did our tour de fry yeah oh i like that i like that a lot uh not a ton i actually was able to like right on the edge of the smokiness i was able to actually go we went to scenic beach and did a little bit of camping not quite you know we've had an episode on camping uh i couldn't even tell you what episode it was it feels like eight years ago but it was not quite the camping experience but because there was a burn ban and you couldn't have any campfires but we we gathered around a table had a luckily we had a canopy that was set up and and that gave us some protection because there was a lot of rain that was kind of the bummer of it, but it still was pretty awesome. And just to be outside and breathing air, I think was just fantastic. Yeah. 
yeah, there's just being cooped up. I, I forget who I told this to, but last week the, the smoke ban or the, the smoke was just really bad uh, for those that are on the West Coast know this well. We don't typically get it this bad. But anyway, I decided to make, so I was making a whole 30 dish. It was uh, flank steak and some sweet potatoes. And it, it called for a cast iron skillet. We didn't have one. So they just said, oh, we'll just turn the heat up to high and cook the steak, which worked great, except for the fact that it basically just puts out a ton of smoke. And so when I'm cooking this, just like feeling like, the entire house with like smoke from just the, me searing this meat. And that like lingered for like four hours because we weren't going to open up a window because we didn't want the smoky air to come from outside. We were at least dealing with the steak smoke. But anyway, it was just what a weird time we're all in, uh, especially out here in the West, um, which we've, we've gotten through at least that part of it, which is nice. Um, so hopefully people, people down South in, in California and Oregon are, are feeling a little bit better too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, for me, I, I went golfing. It's been, you know, probably a month almost since I last golf. So, wow. uh, the biggest time, you know, break for me, I guess it wasn't really a break cause I, I, I was doing other stuff, but golf break. Yeah. And so I did not play very well, but, uh, that is yeah but that that means you shot like an 80 mm, i i just barely broke 90 so okay yeah. that would be like i'd be cheering if i shot that but um i actually am I'm, i know this isn't golf but i wanted to tell you I, i'm gonna play salish cliffs okay. next week yeah yeah or, um so really looking forward get get into that kitsap peninsula yeah well we're trying to get to different places i think i've been to 14 different courses this summer wow uh, some like that really bounced around wow. a lot wow that's but, uh, that's like news yeah. that's like breaking news <laughs> so i think we should get back into our news yes, we should with some amazon news So my news comes out of Redmond, and the story is from GeekWire. And Amazon opens grocery uh, Go grocery store in Microsoft's neighborhood as their retail tech rivalry grows, and and that's the headline. So about two weeks ago, Amazon opened its second Amazon Go grocery store. Uh, their first was located in Capitol Hill neighborhood, uh, which is uh, here in Seattle. It opened about six months ago. This one is a 7,350-square-foot store located in the Overlake Fashion Plaza in Redmond. And uh, if you don't know what an Amazon Go uh, grocery store is, it, it's basically stocks items that you'd find in a, a, your normal full-size grocery store. But it uses an array of cameras and sensors to log what people put into their carts. And that really eliminates the checkout lines. I have personally mm -hmm. never gone to one yet. Have you been yet? I I have not, but uh, this may sound lame, but I feel like it's almost on a bucket list to just go through something like that. Yeah. Like it's it, it it's just cool. Like technology at its best. You know, we we'll probably get into this as we go throughout this episode, but we are in the mecca of Amazon, and so they'll trial things. We have different benefits, I think. 
than other people tend to have, um, or at least it feels like that. So that that's one thing I really want to take advantage of while, while we're here. Yeah, for sure. I, I've been to, which seems very counterintuitive, but the Amazon bookstore, hmm. okay. which yeah. is like, you know, we'll get into the history about Amazon. Flashback. But it's like, yeah. it's like the fact that they have a brick and mortar store is yeah. counterintuitive what they, you know, are, have been about. That you just, once you go so far and you've done everything, you might as well just do that too. It's like retro. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, my, my news actually came from, uh, well, came from the Rolling Stones uh, article, but Rihanna is actually taking her Savage X Fenty show online again this year with star-studded event for her fashion label premiering exclusively on Amazon Prime videos. So, you know, we've, we've probably heard a lot about this type of thing in the last, I don't know how long it's been since our quarantining and COVID stuff has started, but there's been a lot of these dirt digital concerts. And this one is, is very similar though. It's that pairing with the fashion show. So the Savage X Finney show volume two airs on October 2nd on Amazon and will feature musical performances from Travis Scott, Bad Bunny, Ella May, Miguel Mustard, Roddy Rich, and Rosalina as models walk a virtual runway to showcase the latest styles in the Savage X Fenty Fall 2020 collection. Um, okay, there's can, a couple. Can we talk about uh, from a pop culture perspective? How many of those names did you actually know? So I know Travis Scott. Yep. Um, I didn't know Bad Bunny uh until probably the super bowl i think he was a part of the super bowl performance and i was like who the heck is this guy maybe i'm wrong it, uh, there's so many weird names but i know i feel like i kind of know who bad bunny is now and i've heard of roddy rich um and and miguel i've heard of miguel oh i've heard of miguel but other than that that's it okay that's it yeah i only had two. what did i i only okay. only travis scott and miguel. i mean, I, I could not name you like I if I heard their song I'd probably recognize it but I couldn't connect the dots there. But okay, I didn't feel that off base then. No, no. Um, there are I, I didn't listen in here, but uh, some of them that there's like Bella Hadid. Do you, do you know that name? Yeah. At all, she's yep. a model. Yep. So she's going to be in it, and there's a couple other notable, just like uh, I think Lizzo actually is a model, uh, not performing, but I think she's a model for this. Cool. So I thought that was really cool. But anyway, uh, Amazon says the Savage X Fenny show volume two will stream in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide. So I'd be interested to see how, how it performs. Cool. Well, before we drop some knowledge, I feel like we got to unbury the lead on our Amazon knowledge and, and where we come at from this topic uh, Justin, you know, we, we kind of did some brief research, both of us, before we started this, just out of curiosity a little bit. And so I want to know, you know, when did you start using Amazon? Yeah, so I, I, I was look, looking back at my account, and technically it says 2015. But I want to say it was probably 2013, and what uh, what I did was that uh, Amazon Prime used to do a 
I guess one month free, they may still do it one month free. And then you start paying type thing. Mm -hmm. Well, what I did for at least three straight years was, and I think this was 13, four, maybe even 12, 13, 14. Uh, I would join around Christmas time. (laughs) I would buy all of the gifts for, you know, Alyssa, whoever else I needed, my, my wife, Alyssa. Uh, and then I would unsubscribe and then I wouldn't use it. Right. Like I, I wouldn't be paying until one year, I guess it was 2015 was when I, uh, forgot to un- undo it. And so it just kept rolling. And then I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm, I'm in it. I already paid the $99 I'm in for the year and I have not looked back and I'm happy for it. Like, I mean, it's probably bad in some cases cause probably spend more than I should, but, uh, but yeah, it's probably been off and on, but consistent since 15, but off and on since 12. So, so do you know what your first purchase actually was? If, if it was technically you were on off at the, the beginning. So I can't remember because the, uh, part of this too, was I had so many different accounts because you couldn't use the same email. Yeah. So I like had all these different <laughs> accounts that I would use and then flip flop. So I don't even know where, what the original, original purchase, but I, what I can tell you is my 2015 first purchase, which in, incited me to continue being a member was actually a swim thrasher women's helmet. Cause I wow. bought, uh, I bought a bicycles for Alyssa and I that Christmas and I bought a helmet off of Amazon. That was the first thing that, that I registered there. Yeah. Well, my, my, so I joined in 2007. So I was in Ooh. college at this point. January 3rd, 2007 was my first official purchase. And I actually okay. bought this. Um, so it was, it was the birds, the movie from the Alfred Hitchcock. Like Hitchcock? Movie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I, why I, I was, Oh, well, I guess you're, you're, you know, enjoy the video. I was in a class. Yep. I was in a class for Alfred Hitchcock and, okay. uh, it would have actually, you know what? I wonder why that says 2007. I think it's 2009, but, but Amazon says it's 2007 because 2009 would have been when I took the Alfred Hitchcock class. Um, Maybe you bought it before because you're a big Hitchcock fan. I doubt it, but but anyway, so that that's why that's the the first purchase was was Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. It says 2007, but yeah, was it common for people to have Amazon accounts out here? Uh, I think it was more common. Yeah, I think it was more common. Uh, just because shipping times was just still, you know, even at that point, it was just so fast that even if you weren't going to pay the $99 for the free shipping, you know, the charges for shipping was just so easy. Um, so I, I ended up buying a bunch of stuff for school through Amazon. Um, Mm -hmm. not a bunch, I guess, but like props for videos and things like that, that you just, you don't even know where to begin looking for them on a, you know, at a retail store. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted very specific dice for a video. That was my second purchase. Uh, and dice. Yeah. They, they were green dice and you know, I wanted green and they had to be green and Amazon was the only place I could find them. So, 
Um, so that was my my yeah. first purchase. Uh, my most expensive purchase was a Canon Speedlight 580EX, which was three hundred and seventy six dollars. Oh, and so it was a it's basically Ooh. like a, it's a okay. light for for my digital can camera. Okay, yeah. I think once you said Canon, I'm like, oh man, here we go, because it's going to be something, I some equipment, piece of equipment. I thought it was going to be more expensive than that, but yeah, it, at least non-work purchases. I've purchased things for, through Amazon for work, and sure, and, and these, yeah. are, this is personal. Well, my my most expensive purchase was actually recently. It was maybe a year or two ago. Um, it was a waterproof and windproof insulated snowsuit because I was just starting to, I was going to go on a uh, trip to Whistler yeah, and go snowboarding and or skiing or whatever. I didn't like, you've seen me, uh, what was that? Snowboard. And, and we've even talked about it in the podcast. I am awful, but I look, I feel like I look pretty good with my, my suit. So that, that was $129. It wasn't like crazy expensive, okay. but it was a little pricey okay. for, for a, uh, thing that i'm probably only going to do once a year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but i'll look good doing it yeah what about what um, about your favorite purchase or best purchase so i this is the one purchase that i talk about more than any other purchase i've ever had and that was i i bought it a couple years ago around christmas time and it's an intex challenger k2 kayak and uh, so it's an inflatable kayak for two seater and I've used, I use it. I use it a handful of times every summer. Uh, we will bring it camping. We'll bring it, you know, Alyssa and I will jump over to one of the lakes and just jump out and just get out in the water. Awesome. In this area. Uh, I spent 69 bucks on that thing. And if you try to buy it right now on Amazon, it's 270 bucks. They had some crazy deal. I think it might've been on prime day. It might've been around the holidays. I can't remember, but I have got that. And I tell people about, it. I'm like, Oh yeah, I got this. And everybody's like, I can't find anything close to that for that price. And I'm like, yeah, it just was a flash in the pan price sale, something. I don't know, but it we love I love that thing. It's yeah. great. You can just pack it up too. It's, and it doesn't take up much space. It's great. Well, my, I, I'm not going to, truly say what my my best purchase is because so the reason i bought my best purchase was because of uh getting broken into my house got broken into in 2011 oh okay and so i have a a have a security device that mm. uh, i bought off of amazon that i think is the best purchase i have ever had on amazon mm. for the value too Okay, interesting. And, and I'll just leave it at that because uh, I, okay. I can't give away all my secrets. Yeah, I feel like on the smart home episode way back when I like told everybody, I was like, oh, I have this device and this device and this device. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, uh, you know, you know, we oh haven't well. we haven't quite hit a hundred listeners to our our most listened to podcast, so it's not like it's that many people. But yeah, you know, just true. in case, just in case everybody comes and listens to this episode. What about your most recent? So my most recent actually was a, it was a tri-turf golf hitting mat <laughs> and I, I bought it and then immediately was like, 
because I got it because I got a pitching net so I could work on my pitching in my backyard and uh, golf pitching for those that may not know and or chipping, I guess. And I got that and I realized that my chipping, because I'm not putting a lot of impact on it, doesn't really affect my grass that much, if at all. Yeah. And so I didn't really need it. But then I was thinking, well, it's going to get cold. We may still be in quarantine. It may be weird. So maybe I can get some of those practice balls and do that inside and just practice like chipping that way using that instead of, you know, the carpet or my putting green. So, um, so yeah, while I haven't used it yet, I bought it about a month ago. I haven't used it yet. I will, I feel like I'm going to be using it more in the winter. So that was my most recent one. So you, mine's, mine's uh pretty lame. I bought a, a new pair of athletic shorts and some dryer sheets <laughs> about, oh, about two okay. weeks ago. Okay. Dryer sheets. Yeah. I, I do not use Amazon that much for clothes. I don't think I really ever use it for clothes. I, we've do talked do, about do that. We've talked it? about that before. Yeah. And, and that, that'll yeah. be in our friendship test. I, okay, I think, cool. Because, okay, uh, we've, we've talked briefly on that, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I use Amazon for a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, Amazon pantry. I, I love Amazon pantry. Mm. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, let's, uh, I think it's enough about our lives in Amazon and <laughs> it's time to jump into some dropping some knowledge. As we normally do, I am the history guy and Justin is the stats guy and we always start with history. So Amazon was founded by Jeff Bezos who worked in the financial industry, but realized there was this commercial potential for the internet, and he determined that books might sell well online. So he moved to Washington State and founded a company that he initially called Cadabra, as in Abracadabra. Mm. Uh, And someone along the way misheard him and thought he said Cadaver. Okay. So he decided to change the name to Amazon after the river in South America because he felt like it so was just totally pivoted. Yeah, he he <laughs> wouldn't uh, box the company into offering just one product. Bezos yeah. also liked the name of Relentless. So uh, actually, if you, uh, I guess I should probably test this before I say this, but uh, if you uh, go to relentless.com. It actually directs you to okay. to Amazon because uh, he liked the name, but he thought it was too sinister. Relent- interesting. So, so he owns the domain to relentless, and I'm sure someone com. else would want. That is so random. That is such a Bezos thing. Yeah, just to send it to Amazon, just just still squatting on it. That's so weird. Yeah, that's so weird. I wonder if they do a search That's of like funny. how many people mm-hmm. actually type that in and and get that get to Amazon that way a year. Yeah. Currently, it's yeah. at two right now. But uh, in the spring of 1995, <laughs> Bezos invited friends and colleagues to check out the beta version of Amazon's website, and the first order was actually placed on April 3rd, 1995. Uh, it was a science book titled Fluid Concepts and Creative Analogies. So Amazon.com uh, actually would go live publicly on July 15th, 1995. And the company boldly billed itself as the 
the Earth's biggest bookstore was the uh, moniker that they had. And although sales initially were drummed up solely by word of mouth and uh, Bezos actually assisted with assembly and or- orders and driving the packages to the post office. So, you know, it wasn't very big at the time, just basically out of his garage. In the early days of Amazon, a bell would actually ring in the office every time someone would make a purchase and everyone would gather around to see if they knew the customer or not. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's oh, pretty can similar. Can you imagine the bells going off right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It only lasted about a month or two before they got too busy to to turn yeah. that thing off. But uh, if you've ever seen Silicon Valley, that's kind of similar to uh, mm. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. In uh, 1997, Bezos took the company public with an uh, initial public offering that raised f- uh, $54 million. In that same year, Bezos uh, actually personally delivered his company's one millionth order to a customer in Japan who purchased a Windows NT manual and a Princess Diana biography. (laughs) So then in uh, 1998, Amazon extended beyond books and started selling music CDs. And the following year, they... Uh, continued to add more products with uh, toys and electronics and tools. One of the interesting things that I found, you know, during this research was actually that, you know, around this time from the toy front, Toys R Us actually partnered with Amazon um, as kind of the orders would technically go through Toys R Us and they would uh, send it out. There was some falling out uh, years later between mm-hmm. Amazon and, and Toys R Us. So that's, you know, wasn't um, recently yeah. a thing, but uh, well, and, and Amazon is now no longer, although I've heard it's come, or excuse me, uh, Toys R Us is now lo- no longer, Toys but R Us. now I've heard it's coming back potentially. So yeah. And some limited capacities, it sounds like, yeah. um, I don't see them being a long-term thing. So in 2000, the company introduced a service allowing individual sellers and other outside merchants to actually peddle their products alongside Amazon's own products, which is really how you kind of see things. Most things now is, is actually through individual sellers because they allow for a massive offering that from a, a warehouse st- standpoint, Amazon just would no way want to house as much things that they actually offer on, on their site. And the Amazon continued to spend heavily on expansion. And so they didn't actually post their first full year of profit until 2003. And then in 2007, um, Amazon debuted the Kindle e-reader. Four years later, the company announced that it was selling more e-books than print books from where it actually started. So it really only took, you know, a little over, you know, 15 years for it to switch from a bookstore online to now mm-hmm. it's selling ebooks and not even really, you know, not, doing yeah. what it, it started out as. So mm-hmm. uh, then in 2011, uh, Amazon started to uh, provide its own tablet computer with the Kindle Fire. Do you have mm-hmm. you ever had one of those? You know, I haven't. I've considered getting a Kindle from time to time. Um, funny enough, I, I'm not a huge reader, but I 
enjoy many books. So the, the Kindle was intriguing because I didn't have to buy, you know, have a bunch of books just sitting around, but I never really liked the digital screen of a Kindle. Yeah. Never really intrigued me. Uh, have you had one? No, I haven't. I, I've thought about the fire cause the fire is a little bit more like a, um, com- you know, tablet than it is a reader. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't read yeah. enough to, to warrant, you know, needing something that looks like a, paper back yeah so sure uh and then in 2014 uh the amazon alexa as we well she activated uh was was released and that's the ai home technology that we we talked about earlier so um and then that kind of brings us to today and in recent times and amazon just being part of everything I think maybe the most recent news is that they're going to move a lot of people out of of their Seattle offices and move them to Bellevue, which is across the the water, even closer to Microsoft as they do competition. And, and it's really kind of, I mean, with this area, uh, for those who aren't from this area, Seattle and Amazon, or Seattle and Bellevue, excuse me, just pe- companies flip-flop back and forth between those two. Yeah. They're, they're almost interchangeable now. I mean, obviously Seattle's yeah. bigger than Bellevue, but Bellevue's, you know, closer to that a lot more tech companies with Microsoft being in that direction as well. But uh And they're like thirty minutes away from each other, so it's an easy if even, shift. If even. I have, you know, I do know uh I, I have some friends that work for Amazon and I knew I do know that it does affect people, obviously, when they jump around like that because maybe you bought a house on the east side or the west side and like you know now you gotta reconsider things or whatever but it doesn't matter as much right now because there's a lot of remote learning but remote learning remote working but um yeah no it's uh it's interesting how how they do stuff like that but wherever the money is so i'll jump into some stats here on amazon and and there's there's some pretty heavy interesting stats that are I found um, maybe not shocking, but but just impressive. Uh, so according to Statistica, Amazon was responsible for 45% of the U.S. e-commerce spending in 2019, a figure which is expected to rise to 47% in 2020. There's been a, a, a it's not in my data here, but there's been a, a heavy spike in e-commerce just with coronavirus and and people being at home and not wanting to go to stores and shops and all of that. So they, I mean, if you look at, this isn't necessarily news, but I, that was another, I I own a couple Amazon stock uh, or shares. And I mean, it's just been through the roof over the last six months. Tech in general has been, but, but Amazon, especially um, they had another good day today up 5% or so. So, but anyway, uh, just just good in general for for them when it gets to e-commerce. The popularity of Amazon is definitely indisputable. With Amazon leading the ranking of the most popular shopping apps in the United States, 150.6 million mobile users accessed the Amazon app in September of 2019, according to Statistica. It's also interesting to note that Amazon is way ahead of its competition. The second. The second ranking shopping app, Walmart, 
had a monthly mobile app audience of only 78.45 million users. So about half of what Amazon does. Um, still a lot. Uh, and I actually, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious. I didn't have any data on this, but I am curious about if Walmart is a bigger presence in other places around the country. And if Amazon is, is, is extra large in this area, because I have never thought to use Walmart online because I just have Amazon. So I was going to say recently I have made a little bit more of a switch of not automatically going to Amazon. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt. I mean, they're, they are fighting hard. I mean, I think with, um, or is kind of in the weeds, but with Oracle's purchase of TikTok. Walmart was partnering with Oracle on that purchase. And a lot of what they're trying to do is just, they want to be a heavy competitor to Amazon. And so they're trying to reach that younger audience with TikTok viewers. And, and I don't know how they're going to go about doing that without just throwing ads in their face, but it's, it's interesting. They're really, they're really pushing to compete and, and, you know, they're, they're a monopoly. I mean, that's, they, they own everything. They do everything. And, you know, there are benefits to that as a consumer, but there's also challenges on, um, on other fronts. But. Well, I'm just finding that a lot more companies are offering, you know, free shipping, two-day shipping without mm-hmm. the need for even an Amazon Prime subscription or anything like that because they have to yeah. com- feel like they have to compete <laughs> with Amazon. And, yeah. you know, maybe they are traditionally a brick-and-mortar store, but now, especially with COVID, they are becoming these online retailers and have to offer these right. and you know sometimes they have better prices too yeah no it's it's interesting to see that and and in some cases it's kind of sad because there's a lot of businesses that can't keep up like they're they're going from a a situation where they aren't getting customers in store so they shift like you said to online but then they're moving into a space that one they're not as familiar with but two is dominated by, you know, a couple heavy competitors. It's unless you're really niche, it's really hard to compete at the scale that Amazon and and Walmart and Target even um, have. So the ones that survive are are going to be really strong because of it. And but there's going to be a lot of small businesses that just can't. Um, but uh, but in general, tr- customers trust Amazon. And um, based on a survey of more than 2000 US customers, 89% of buyers agree that they're more likely to buy products from Amazon than other e-commerce sites. Uh, Amazon's Prime membership program continues to reach an increasing number of online shoppers. There's currently 150 million Prime subscribers and a 50% increase from 100 million in April of 2018. I am, we are two of them. The latest fiscal numbers from Amazon show that the company made $75.5 billion in sales revenue in the first quarter of 2020. So there's a little bit of that COVID numbers, uh, beating analyst forecasts of 73.61. So just, you know, only $2 billion more uh, in sales than projections. Uh, that's according to Amazon. And I thought this was interesting. So each second... Amazon records $4,722 of sales. Each minute, 
that's 283,000 and each hour that's 17 million. So, so when I was reading something about this, like there was a time a couple of years ago when Amazon was down for maybe two hours or something like that. And so it's like, Oh, that's $34 million that they just lost. Yeah. Like that's insane when you get into those numbers, how incredibly important anything, you know, going down and, and, um, affecting that a couple other stats. So out of all the product categories, the electronics category was the most popular product category purchased by shoppers in the United States, Amazon shoppers, 44% of us Amazon shoppers have purchased Amazon or have purchased electronics via Amazon followed closely by clothing, shoes, and jewelry at 43% and then home and kitchen products at 39%. On average, small and medium-sized businesses located in the U.S. sell more than 4,000 items per minute. Uh, It's interesting to note that more than half of the items sold on Amazon stores worldwide are from small and medium-sized businesses. So we were talking about that earlier. It's there's just there's a lot of just people that utilize them as a kind of a through. Amazon has more than 2.5 million sellers currently actively selling on the marketplace. Uh, and then my last uh, stat that I thought was interesting. So Black Friday and Cyber Monday are profitable, but they're not the most profitable shopping days. Prime Day is is uh, not only do more people sign up on that day, uh, but they also convert 18.6% and spend the most as well. So uh, a fully just completely made up day, Prime Day gets more sales than the everywhere else in the world on those uh, black friday days which uh speaking of that i think we had initially scheduled this to be around prime day and then it kept pushing back there's actually some prime day news today that october 13th is going to be prime day this year yeah that was just released your calendars because yeah that I I do. Do you partake in Prime Day? Do you look at the deals? And- I've looked. I, I very rarely buy anything. Like sometimes I'll buy some uh, uh, SD cards for my cameras or whatever because they're pretty cheap. But that's really the only thing I've ever really bought. Yeah, I I always want to buy something because uh, I feel like there's going to be a great deal, and there are. It's just never in something that I really want. Oh, I think so. I, I always. I've bought I've bought an uh, Alexa. I keep looking as I say. Yep. I, I keep yeah, I bought an Alexa listening. for a what I knew was going to be a Christmas present. One year. So. Got it. Yep. Yeah, that, those are good purchases if you need them around those times. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's jump into some friendship test. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Justin. So when you are shopping online and, and you know, whether it's online or, or on Amazon specifically, do you ever like check prices nowadays or do you just go based off of what Amazon gives you and that's the one you go with? Or do you ever like, I know there's the other sellers option that, you know, sometimes maybe it isn't prime or, you know, it might yeah. be a different price. Are you just solely based off of what Amazon's giving you when you're doing searching or, or do you have any debate in there? 
It depends on the purchase. I am unfortunately crippled by a frugal mentality at times. And therefore I will price check till I pass out kind of thing. Um, at other times I am not like that. I'm just, you know, I'll buy, if it's cheap enough, I'll, I'll, I'll buy something like that, but it's just, I don't know. Like if I'm buying something that's 50 bucks or 30 bucks, or something, I'm going to, I'm going to jump around. I'm going to look at all the different sites. I'm going to look at what it would cost if I just went in store and bought something. I could just, and then I'll look on the Amazon pages as well and look at the different sellers on there. Um, so you'll even so, compare in-person prices. Yeah. At times, at times for sure. Like if, if I'm buying something that's like a decently priced thing, I'm going to explore a lot of different places. What's, what's yeah. decently priced for you? Uh, probably around 50 bucks is, is the, where Threshold. I really will price wow. things out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, uh, like even like it probably took me like two hours to buy that mat. Cause I was just jumping around looking at different things. It's like, Oh, I want this or, cause that's all the other thing too, is it's not necessarily price checking. It's the similar products too. Mm, like yeah. Amazon will, will hit you with the, Oh, well, like, do you want this one or this one or this one? Or like, yeah, the I, I don't know. Like, yeah. and then you start getting that rabbit hole of, well, it goes well with this thing. And then you go, you know, you're looking at other items to buy, but uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what about you? Yeah, I've I've really started to price check a little bit more, and it's not really even price check. It's more of a, a speed check. Like how how quickly can I actually get this here? And and you know, one of the things I bought recently, I actually bought through Best Buy because Best Best Buy would ship it within the same day, and mm-hmm. you know it was basically shipping it out of its local store here, and so I was going to have it next day. Amazon didn't have that offering. You know, another yeah. thing I bought recently, I I noticed that they were actually reselling from a company that I have bought online from them before. Like it, it was a camera company and and that specific camera company was now a reseller or or whatever, however you want to term it for Amazon. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So What's funny is is the product I needed was out of stock or you know waiting on more stock if you went through Amazon. If you went straight to the company though, it was in stock. Even though the the uh, Amazon was reselling or or you know I don't even know what the term is, but they were the the fr- front end of the actual sale from this secondary company. The secondary company, if you went to their website, actually had the stock in, um, you know, the product in stock. Hmm. It, it was kind of weird. weird. It, it blew my mind. It yeah. was like, well, wait, if if you're reselling through here, why wouldn't you have it in stock if you say you have it in stock online on your own website? But what, you know, maybe they wanted people to come to their website and, and I did. So yeah. uh, I, I've done a lot more of that recently, especially with COVID, just because, there are so many things that you can't necessarily get on on uh, in person, but also yeah. companies just online are just doing such a better job of of getting their products out there as quickly as they possibly can to you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's been 
for many years, the competitive edge of Amazon to get your thing, you know, in two days, sometimes even one days uh, or same day, right? Like it's, it's impressive what they've been able to do. And so all these other com- competitors are coming in. It's amazing how many times too, I, I prioritize that shipping time. So like, you know, do you, do you take that digital spend to when you're purchasing something or do you try to uh, go as fast as possible, like multiple boxes? Uh, Cause Amazon will offer you that $5 coupon for, yeah. You yeah. The digital, um, uh, I don't even know what they call it, but um, yeah. it's the digital coupon. It, it changes up. Yeah. They yeah. have, they have different things all, all the time. Yeah. But- so I, I'm terrible and I will just say multiple boxes as fast as I possibly can get the thing. Um, mm-hmm. There are very few instances where I will say, oh, I don't, I'm ordering this in far enough advance that I don't need it. But most of the time it's like, okay, I need this right now. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of need it yesterday. So I'm, I'm going to try to get it yep. as fast as possible. I think I've only clicked that like other option, that digital coupon option or whatever like once and I don't mm-hmm. even know where it went and I don't know how to spend it. And that's part of the issue as I just don't even yeah. know. So if, if they said, so, so I'm, I'm the same as you uh, and I've done it maybe two or three times where I'll just like, yeah, yeah, sure. I like free money. Like, yeah, I can wait on this, but it's usually in things that I'm not sure if I'm going to use or, you know, when it comes in, I just, I can't even tell you if I ended up using those $5, you know, vouchers or whatever they are. If they would just say, we'll take off a dollar, we'll take off $2. If you just let us, you know, ship it in this way, I would more often than not choose that option because it, I feel like I'm saving the money in that moment versus forcing myself to go through another task to go start an Amazon, you know, delivery thing or, or like food service thing or, try this, try that, or Amazon music. Like, it's just, I don't know. just doesn't do it for me. So you said earlier that, that you do not shop for clothes online. Have you, have you ever shopped for clothes online on Amazon? Um, I probably, I mean, my, my most expensive purchase technically is clothes, but, uh, it's more, more niche than an everyday thing with the snowshoe suit. But yeah, I don't really I don't really buy a ton of clothes. I mean, granted, I don't buy a ton of clothes. Uh, when when I do get clothes, I think I've mentioned this in the past, it's usually as a gift from Melissa or family or something like that. But so I'm not really utilizing it to buy things. And when I do want to buy clothes, I probably will go in store to buy it because I want to make sure that it fit. Are there other things on Amazon that you are like, no, there's no way I would ever buy that off of Amazon? Ooh. You know, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd be fair to buy anything. I think as the, I, I think as the prices go up, I'm a little skeptical, like because I feel like Amazon isn't for that. But okay, so let's know. let's go down through their categories. So they have uh, clothing, shoes, jewelry, and watches. Maybe. I mean, I would feel comfortable doing it. I just don't do it. Okay, you have Amazon Fresh. Have you ever done Amazon Fresh? No, yeah. I've thought about it, but I, I've never done it. I haven't either. Uh, I'm not home consistent enough to, 
to do it that way. Yeah. Books? Never done books. I, I actually I have bought books as like coffee table books for like Chris like um stocking stuffer type gifts. Yeah. But movies, music, and games. Uh no. I don't think I would just because if I'm buying a game, I'm going to buy it on the system already. Like I don't need to buy it, use Amazon for that. Uh, really? If I'm, yeah. Like I, I, I just buy digital games now. I don't need huh. to buy a hard copy music. I don't buy music. But, I, uh, this is, that's actually how I bought my NES and my Sega and the, the hmm. NES classic. I guess that I, I did buy the NES classic. That's the one thing that I've bought gaming wise but like i won't i won't buy a system there's something special about buying a system new in person i don't know i don't know why it's like a couple year every like five to ten years you buy a new system and so i kind of like that shopping experience and walking out of the store with it <laughs> i don't know it's weird. I, i'm just realizing that right now that i'm like why would i ever buy that online like but but how's that any different but, I, I don't, I don't, it's not, I, but there's just something special about just seeing it for yourself, looking at the back of the system and, and reading all about it. And, but, but what about getting that shipment in, like getting the, the delivery in, opening up the, the outer box to see the inner box, the display box? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I mean, it's, it's fair. There's, there, there's that present mentality, right? Where you, you yeah. get something cool. Yeah. So, I, I I get that, but yeah, I don't. I think and, and electronics. I will buy re, like electric home appliance, home electronics. So home garden and tools. So I, I will buy you, that. You do that, beat. okay? Okay. Computers. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. Have you ever bought a computer uh, from Amazon? I don't often buy computers. I have not, but I'm not necessarily against that. Yeah, I, I bought. I know it's similar to a system, but I, yeah. Okay. Uh, pet yeah. supplies. Anything for Doc? We've bought, I think, some costumes for him. Same, same. For, uh, yep, popular yeah, place for so. costumes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, f- I don't think we'll buy food or anything off of there. Food like or golf, groceries? Golf food or so would you buy food or groceries off of Amazon? I would, but I haven't. Yeah, I actually like it. I love it, it for, for some of those perishable items. I'm like, oh, shoot, I mm-hmm. need oil. I need, you know, olive oil and I'm not planning on going to the store, you know, in the time that I need it, so, but I, I need olive so oil. So can you just, can you just buy it? Like I want just olive oil and they'll just ship you olive oil. Well, a lot of times with, with Amazon pantry, you have to get to a certain total. Okay. So you that may have to get to $30 or whatever. So I'd get like olive oil and toothpaste and a couple other, you know, paper towels a lot of times is is included in there. So that that's how I would order. Uh, sports we've talked about, outdoors we've talked about, uh, automotive and industrial. I don't even really know what's in here, this section. Automotive parts, automotive tools, car vehicle. Yeah, I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, so I, I, I'm probably out on doing that. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll wait for the mechanic to buy that stuff. Yeah, because the only area in here that I would partake in is the car, vehicle, electronics, and GPS, and and 
I wouldn't necessarily say that that is automotive. So, yeah. So, what is your favorite or most used subsidiary of Amazon? So, Amazon has scooped up many a businesses, many a business. I, I listed out a couple. You can, if you have something else in mind, you can you can definitely add it in here. But the the couple that jump out, and many people may not even know all of these um, that are know that they are owned by Amazon, but Audible, IMDb, Goodreads, Ring, Twitch, and Whole Foods. Okay, which so, which so, is your favorite or most used? Yeah, I, I gotta say that I I didn't realize that they were subsidiaries of Amazon. I think yeah. we've talked about yeah. Ring uh, being uh, yep. scooped up by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have yep. a Ring. I, I, yeah, it, it's hard because I don't really know what Audible is. Good Ring, Goodreads, I don't really know. Twitch, I know what it is, but I've never used it. Whole Foods, I know what it is, but I've ne- I think I've only been to Whole Foods like once. Uh, so I guess I got to say with IMDb because I have used it more frequently <laughs> all the, than all the rest of them. So just by sure. default. Yeah. yeah. I, I, of all of these, the two, I knew all of them except for IMDb and Goodreads. I did not know that Goodreads is basically just a, a, a book logging, like, oh, I read this book and then you can rate them. You can share it with friends. It's kind of like a, you know, wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back, go back. Ways. You didn't know what IMDb is? No, 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 no. I didn't know it was owned by Amazon. Oh, okay, I, okay. Yes. Whew. So for I, for those two, I I know what all of them are. I did not know that they were all owned by Amazon. Got it. What I was referring to. IMDb, though, that one was kind of a shock to me because like, what the heck are you doing owning IMDb? But that is like a go-to thing for like if. I'm I actually like logging my shows that I watch there so that because people oh, ask really? me all the time what shows oh. I watch. And so I log every single one of my comedies. Well, every show that I watch comedy wise, I try to log, log all the dramas, though. I'm probably missed a couple. And then I rate them so that I can say, oh, well, you know, I can easily say what my top five comedies are because I, you know, can um, I've listened to them. So I use that a lot. I've used Twitch. I own a ring. I've been to Whole Foods, but not a ton of times. And I use Audible a fair amount. So in all of this, the amount of time, hours, and use, I actually would lean on Audible. Uh, and wow. like I said earlier, like I don't read books, but I do listen to a fair amount of books. Oh, so, okay. Didn't um, we have this debate already? Yes. Yeah, because you th- say yeah. you read the books, but but now you just said you listen to them. So you, technically you listen well, to the book. Well, I had to differentiate in how I talk yep. about it. Yep. But it's, so you it's listen the same to thing. the book. Yep. So you listen it's to the, the book. Same. I listen and consume the book. I still read it. Alright, well, um, since you, you mark all your shows on IMDb, uh, do you watch mm-hmm. Prime Video? Yeah. And do you, <coughs> excuse me, do you like any of those shows? Yeah, so Prime Video get, doesn't get much love, and I, I, it's like kind of falls to the wayside with Netflix and Hulu. But I actually think they have some good programming on there. Um, I probably don't take it full advantage of it. The two that I would recommend to to listeners, if if you like the show, maybe you will like these these things. But 
the first one is Marvelous Miss Maisel. It is a um, comedy, but like a dra- dramedy maybe uh, is maybe the best way to do it. But it's about uh, a woman that is a comedian and she, it's like in the 40s, I think. And so she's like an edgy comedian in, in the 40s or 50s. And um, so she does not fit in and women don't do that type of comedy at that point. So it's interesting. It's kind of like a time, a cool time piece. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And then um, that's still going. And then the boys, not for everybody, but if you like superheroes, it's a, a Brian, I don't know if you've heard of the boys before, Nope. but uh, it came out last year and it was um, a superhero superhero show except it's a fresh take on it because the superheroes are basically bad guys so like everybody loves the superheroes and from a public standpoint they're they're perfect human beings but behind closed doors they're like terrible people terrible human beings if they're even considered that so it's really cool, interesting style. And, and they talk about, you know, it's just everyday people that are fighting back against the heroes. Um, so anyway, I highly recommend that one. So it's not for everybody. It's a little, it can be gory and vulgar at times, but, um, but well done. It's, it's um, well acted too. Yeah. But those are the two that jump out. I know there's others, but those are two. Yeah. Uh, do you watch any? I, I do. Um, so Jack Ryan, was a um oh, okay series that i watched i've heard that's pretty good yeah it's pretty good i it, can't get behind john krasinski though in a uh serious role other than the i was just gonna say good. yeah it took it took probably four episodes to to kind of yeah. take him as something serious that's fair i gotta be honest and then the other one shoot i'm trying to remember what the name was um that i kind of just stumbled upon and Uh, this is gonna kick kill me. What the name is of this show because it's it's um it was a new What's show. About? It, it's about basically this digital afterlife where you know when you die uh, or or before you oh, die. Oh oh yes, I watched that show. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Uh, low level up, load up. Lo- uh. Oh my gosh! Uh, now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, basically, it so, just came out recently within the last. So while while Justin looks it up, it, it's uh, basically, and you know, listeners who know what the show is are probably screaming the name right now. But it's a show about upload. There we go. Upload. 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 Yes. Where? Right? Yes. Yeah, upload. Before you die. Right. Before you die, you can you know say or save your data yourself in this digital mm-hmm. form in hopes that at, at some day you can uh, return to the real world because they'd be able to re re-upload your your data to another body and you know it's all based off of money too there's this whole like money system and so if you uh, were more wealthy in the real world you had more luxuries in the afterlife and there's certain instances where if you didn't have enough money, you only had a certain upload speed or upload 
bandwidth for the month and so at some points you may have to freeze and um so it is a pretty interesting show kind of a little bit of a love story weird thing going on but um yeah i i actually really enjoy the show and, and i'm looking forward to the next season um, interesting enough uh upload so upload is i uh, eight out of ten on imdb so a little bit of self-love there with amazon but the um, it's the creator is Greg Daniels, who is also a creator on The Office. So if you like that show, Brian, you should like The Office. No, that is but, I, I, uh, it's completely reason, different. Completely different. It's a you... similar style of humor. It's like a little bit of quirky. It's not. It's, mm. it's not the pan. The pan to a. Uh, I don't know what that shot type is called. Confessional shot or whatever. It's not like that. But it's still similar in style to like kind of quirky, lovable humor that Greg Daniels brings to it. So yeah, I think I think man's opinion. you yeah you your opinion is crazy and you're starting to think delusionally. So we need to get to the end of the show. But before we do, we have our delusional thinking segment. You really are crazy. All right, Brian. So we have two options here, as we typically do. Would you rather have a five-minute free shopping spree on Amazon.com without having anything bookmarked or in your cart ahead of time? Okay. Or uh, you get handed $450,000 deposited into your bank account tax-free. Okay. What are you going to do? Well, so I just quickly, quickly searched for the most expensive things you can buy on Amazon. Yep. And number one, oh, nope, currently not available. Oh, there you go. See, your t- your your clock is ticking. But but here's the bottom line. I think that I can easily get over four hundred fifty thousand dollars within five minutes because all I have to do is add them to a single cart. I'm not having to check out after each item. Correct? No, no. You just have to add them to your cart, hit submit you know, purchase it, which, you know, the purchasing process takes a minute or two, too. Yeah. Yeah. Put in your credit card or what? I mean, it's, you still got to go through the process. You may not be charged that cost, but you still got to go through the, the, the process of that. Um, but you think it's going to be easy? I, I think it's going to, I'm going to be able to get more than $450,000 worth of items. So what, Okay, so you let's let's walk through this because you're going to go through you're going to get a do you even know what kind of items you're going to get? Well, I don't really you, care because I'm going to sample re- of something. I'm going to resell them. Yeah, but what what are you going to get that has resale value? The most expensive right? things on on Amazon. Like I can buy I, I can buy like uh you know 10 Expensive vacuums. I, okay. I could buy yeah. 
So you buy 10, you buy 10 vacuums. Do you think you are going to be able to resell those vacuums to other people? Well, they're on Amazon. For the same price that you got them for. Yeah. Because they're on Amazon. Like, all right. Well, yeah, but you're not going to jump on Amazon and sell them there. I'm not saying that people won't buy them, but you, it's not like you have an e-commerce site that you're going to just throw this stuff on there for. Well, but, uh, and if you do, you're, let's say you do it on eBay, you're going to be posting every single one of those things. I mean, I, I can, I can profit more than $450,000 is what I'm saying. Okay. Right. I, I mean, let's just like, I can get some wheels here. Car, uh, wheels, wheels, wheels on, uh, uh, for cars are pretty expensive, you know? So I'll, I'll kind of speak to my, my perspective. And then I want to ask you another question to challenge us both, because I'm actually on the same page as you. Uh, I wanted to, to find some holes. Maybe you, you, you pivot a little bit, but I, I kind of agree with you. I didn't realize, uh, last night when I, when I was picking this question, I was curious myself. So I, you know, went on searched for a couple things. I found myself on watches. You could buy watches that are about $10,000 on Amazon. I was like, well, that adds up. Yeah. Um, you still like a lot of the really expensive things though are not in high demand. So they don't have a lot of them posted. But the other thing I was thinking about is jewelry and getting things with diamonds and gold in it, because that's something that very easily you can, you can take that to a jeweler and say, Hey, I got all these diamonds. I got all this gold, you know, can you, what, give me the value of this stuff. So I do think that you can get a pretty fair, I would go that route versus like all these big things or a lot of these little things. Um, would it change your mind if you could only buy one of every type of item, maybe not type, but just like, one like of if everything. I could buy one watch. So basically you're going to have to go I, to every single page of, uh, for every item that you're going to buy. Yep. Yeah. You know, based off of my, my kind of quick search here of all of these things that say they're listed by Amazon, but they're currently unavailable. Yep. I, I may have to, I may have to change that answer because none of these things, as I looked at them, are available. Mm. Um, so you're even without the limit, you are, you might be changing just because of the uh, no, 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 limited availability. No, no. Or in the one, in the okay. one one purchase scenario, because like I Got could it. go buy okay. ten Mac computers on Amazon now, and that would add up. Yeah. Uh, but, but for a single purchase, I'm trying to think of, you know, you'd basically have to find, let's just break it down to math, right? So you have, you have five minutes. Let's say you have about four and a half minutes with 30 seconds to check out. So you are, what is that? Um, 180, 40, uh, Excuse me, um, three three hundred seconds, three hundred and thirty seconds is what you have. Uh, yep. Right? Did I do that math right? No. Th- I'll ch- 200, probably not. Two hundred and seventy minutes or two hundred and seventy seconds is what you have. Okay. 
Okay. So you have 270 seconds, and you have to spend 400. Basically, you have to equate to $450,000 in 270 seconds. So, so every second you are having to spend about two grand. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm struggling to buy find things that are over a grand that you can actually purchase. You know, and so basically, like say every ten seconds, you're you have to spend yeah. twenty grand. And if you have to physically go to every single one of those pages and say it takes about yeah. ten seconds to go to a page, I mean it, it's from a it's tough. I think it would be really close. I think it would be really close for me because that that logic I think is fairly sound. Um, you have to like I I mean I in some ways I, I feel like I've I've gotten a head start because I looked at it last night. But you know if I knew right away that watches was the first thing that I go to, I might be okay because then I can just be like similar items. Oh, here's a nine thousand dollar watch. Okay, here's an eight thousand dollar watch. Here's a ten. You know. And just jump around to similar items, and then find myself in jewelry and doing stuff like that. But, uh, but, but what's still? The, it's so, what not, did you say the most expensive watch was that you found? I think I saw one. It was a Rolex for maybe eleven thousand dollars. It might not be the most expensive thing, but it's it looked like the most lucrative thing that I could just quickly go get and move on. And some of them. There was one for nine thousand or so that you could buy up to ten. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh! I was like, oh, great! A so, Rolex for eight, uh, eighty-four thousand. Yeah. Oh, holy yeah. moly! Eighty-four thousand. Oh, maybe that was what I was looking at. Yeah, is there two of those left? Uh, it doesn't say. It says it. Oh, it's in stock, okay. but because yeah, there's there's a super like super expensive one. I, I don't know why I had 10,000 in my head. Maybe it was 80 some thousand. Oh yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all of these Rolex watches, man. Yeah. You could easily, yeah. easily get over $450,000. It's, inc- I will. Okay. So I think we're going to, I we're, we're going to go with that option or I'm at least sticking with that yeah. option. Yep. I'm not going to lie though. That is going to be a very stressful five minutes of my life because you have to hit it. I feel like you have to hit it or you don't get anything. Like you have to at least, well, no, never mind. I guess you get whatever you get. I feel like the wise decision is still the 450 just because it's just like, well, just take the money and you're not buying things you don't need and then have to resell them and work and do all that stuff. But, Would you rather do it physically like a supermarket sweep style? Oh, oh my gosh. I have always dreamed about doing supermarket sweep style shopping. I, I heard it. The show's coming back. It's on. It's on. Uh, well, I didn't know it was coming back, but I just recently watched it on Netflix. They have the old episodes. Yeah. The new it's, I think a new one's coming back. Oh, that's exciting. I, I'll definitely tune into that. Maybe we I should do an episode on it that. before we. <laughs> the supermarkets. That would be such a random episode. Wow. Supermarket sweep. Well, oh, yeah. We've we've hit our time, I think. So, uh, as as we we normally sign off, um, thank you, everybody. We, we're 90, 96 episodes in. Some of you have listened to almost all of them, or many of them. Um, some of you may be here for the first time, but 
Either way, we appreciate you. If you haven't by this point, you're crazy. But if you haven't, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or really wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and and throw us a follow on Twitter at Quest for One Hundred, or sorry, at the Quest for One Hundred, or on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for One Hundred Podcast. All right. Until next time on the Quest for One Hundred. Thank you.